Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast. If I'm being honest, you guys, I feel like I say this a lot, but genuinely, just thank you so much for all of your constant feedback on every platform. Anytime I hear you guys say or I'm watching my stories or you're commenting that you're listening to the podcast, it means so much. I seriously am so grateful for all of you. And if you ever have podcast episode ideas you want me to talk about, I would love to do them. Whatever's going to help you guys, I just want to be there for you because I know fitness journeys are long, they're hard, and you're changing a lifestyle. You're trying to build these habits. There are a lot of good days, there's a lot of bad days, and there's a lot of just whirlwind information always coming at you. So if you ever have anything you want me to talk about or cover, I would be happy to do that. I want to mention before we get into the episode as well that I have a brand new program on my app. It is for all of you who are working out at home. I have a full dumbbell only workout program. It is four weeks and it is totally something you can repeat. Every time you repeat the program, always just increase your weight, apply some kind of progressive overload because all of the compound and staple movements in there for whatever your goals are, those are in the programs. So just apply progressive overload so you're not always kind of staying constant, you're progressing and pushing yourself. This program is so awesome. One of my favorite compound sets of all time that I'm now going to start implementing with a barbell is in here. And I have a lot of other amazing exercises that I just love to incorporate. It is such a great program, especially for anybody who does work out at home, which I know are quite a few of you. And I'm so happy I can finally have a program for you guys. I also want to say this is a perfect program if you are a beginner, a beginner, beginner, meaning you haven't used a barbell, you're trying to learn all these movements for the first time. You can even use this in the gym. Grab some dumbbells, go in a corner and bust this out. It is going to be awesome. And I feel like, you know, if you're a little bit more shy and timid in the gym, you can also use this program, but it's really just going to help you get comfortable with all those fundamental moves. And I'm so glad to finally be providing this program for you. So that's over on the app. 
and there will be a link to download that in the show notes. The promo for a dollar for your first month is officially over. So now you get a seven day free trial. Go ahead, test it out, see what's up with it. I have a total of five programs now, that at home program I was talking about that's also dumbbell only. My core program, which is one of my all time favorites, that's a six week core program, which includes three core workouts a week and one HIIT workout. And then my glutes program, which is my other favorite. I love this program. I cannot recommend it enough. You're training lower body three days a week and upper body two days a week. So it's a five-day split for four weeks. And then I have a beginner gym and an advanced gym program. There are still tons coming. I'm constantly working on this app and trying to provide you guys with the best information. The nutrition side of things Look forward to the new year. I am cranking something out that is extremely special for you guys that I think is going to help a lot of you on this journey, which I cannot wait for. So stay tuned for that. And those are pretty much the updates I just wanted to give you because I've been putting in so much time and attention on these and I'm always trying to fix any bugs or any issues that there are with the app. So if you ever have any send in my way, any recommendations, I'm just buzzing because I love using the app myself even because anytime I go into the gym, I know exactly what I'm doing. I can pick a workout, whether it's from a week of workouts or I'm using a program and I know exactly what to do. It's holding me accountable. I love it. So Let's move on though. Let's hop into kind of what today's episode is going to be about. It is the season of fall. And if you guys follow me personally on Instagram at underscore Brittany Lupton, you will see all things fall have totally and completely hit my page. I am obsessed with the season. Truly, I feel like it's something really special in Michigan because the leaves are gorgeous and stunning and it's all shades of red and orange and yellow and we have a ton of cider mills and apple orchards it's a whole thing like cider and donuts is really big in this community and I cannot like get enough of it I'm making apple cobbler tonight again for the second time from all the apples we have from the apple orchard so I've been soaking in this season I have been loving it so much So I wanted to do an episode dedicated to fall a little bit more just to talk about our fit girl fall. It's a season we're winding up. The holiday winter season is coming soon. And you know, I know that there is a lot of feelings of guilt around this holiday season because everybody likes to indulge a little bit more. I do, everyone does, and I don't think that there has to be anything wrong with that. There are a ton of seasonal holiday meals and foods that I especially love. All the pies, apple cobbler, it is just cozy, warm season, and I just kind of don't want there to be any guilt or stipulation around that. I kind of want to dive into that mindset and everything in a future episode, but I wanted to have some fun, have some Fit Girl Fall episode on here for all of us. And I know that a lot of you, you know, there's a lot that are moms that listen to this podcast, which is awesome. I love, love, love my mom family. And then there's also a lot of you who are still in college and who might need kind of some big sister chit-chat advice, somebody else who's going through college right now. So I wanted to cater this episode to that, and we're having a guest on today's podcast episode. So they are another podcast called The Girls With Goals, and it's Caroline and Ann Catherine, and I actually did an episode with them. You can go ahead and check out their podcast episode and hear me chat it up Um all over there. And so it's really fun to kind of have them on my podcast as well and be able to hear a little bit more about college life, how they're balancing 
work and school and trying to remain healthy. They are twins, so it's really interesting to be able to hear and learn about how, while they are twins, how things are different for each of them and how each of their journeys are different. And then we're gonna end on some ins and outs for fall, things that they're really loving, things that they don't, and just kind of chat it up. So it's gonna be a really fun episode. And before we hop in though, we are gonna do our weekly review. Okay, also, thank you everybody who writes reviews. We've gotten so many. I say we, I always say like me and Darian, although this podcast is kind of a little bit more mine, even though Darian comes on as a guest. I always say we because Darian and I always, always read these together, but there have been so many new reviews. I I genuinely want to sit and read these all. I just like to share them on the Instagram podcast at funandgains.podcast because they mean so much to me and I just want you guys to know that I'm reading them. I genuinely love and care about this and I care about you and what you have to say. I'm amazed by your stories and I'm amazed at how I can help in any little way. It just, it makes my day every time. So I'm going to have to pick a random one because I genuinely want to read all of these, but I probably shouldn't. Today's review is coming from Sydney Tomlin. It says, seriously changed my life. Five stars. Love you. Okay. This podcast has been so helpful. As someone who's played sports my entire life, I felt so confused when I came to college on how to stay in shape. The only voice that spoke back to this confusion was diet culture until I found this podcast. I feel like Brittany's mindset about food and exercise has truly gotten my relationship with these things back to such a better place. I love how she shows how to create balance in the fitness space and the constant reminders that this journey is for life. And also Darian's perspective coming from a busy major and how to hold up so many plates as I'm working on two engineering degrees. Thank you guys for everything you do. Always the highlight of my Wednesday. That just warms my heart. Thank you so much for writing in and giving a review. If you have ever given a review, thank you so much. Maybe I'll just do an episode where I genuinely read all these reviews. Just kidding. I'm probably the only one who cares, but they mean so much to me and I love including it. So thanks for letting me do that. Okay, now let's hop into today's episode. Let's welcome Anne Catherine and Caroline to the podcast. They are the girls with goals. Let's hop in and chit chat all things fall, college, and balancing life. All right, you guys, what's up? We've got special guests Anne Catherine and Caroline, twins coming from Boston, girls with goals podcast. Say what's up, you guys. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited to have them on, you guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good episode. We actually just recorded one for their podcast. So if you want to check out Girls with Goals, check it out. Just did an episode with them. Do you guys want to give a little introduction of yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Anne Catherine. If you can differentiate our voices, we are twins and we're both um living in Boston. We're from around Boston, but we grew up a little bit in Asia. We grew up in Hong Kong and actually just both got back from living in Singapore. So we've we've been all around. Um, we go from like East Coast US to Asia. To Asia. And and that's kind of a, it's like our pipeline. <laughs> our pipeline. It's unique. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are both very into health, wellness, fitness, all that. But in a, even though we're in the same space, it's very independent. We were just talking about like differentiating um, between twins. I think we both have maybe a little bit different approaches to health and wellness in general, which is great with both our, you know, personal selves and the podcast to kind of be able to talk about it in maybe a different light or actually, you know, have some deeper meaning conversations about it. So I am 
a group fitness instructor. I talk a lot about like holistic wellness and, you know, just living a healthy lifestyle in general, as well as of course, you know, the gym is a huge part of it. And then Caroline. Yeah. And then I'm Caroline. Yeah. And Catherine, she's a certified group fitness instructor. I'm a personal trainer. So I am a little bit more sharing about like an independent journey, like your relationship with yourself, finding that independence, um, as well as like body image and confidence and how that pertains to health and fitness. So it is really interesting. I think when it comes to in Catherine and I, we have very similar interests. Like we both go to the same school. That was never really our plan to go to college together. We just were both drawn to the same place. We both wanted to come to Boston. We both wanted to go to Northeastern. We both study international business, but then kind of have focuses in different mm-hmm. areas. And we both are interested in health and wellness, but have taken a little bit different paths with like the education we've got, depending on that, like the certifications we have, the ways that we kind of approach it on our own social medias. So I think while we have a lot of the same values, we kind of at the end of the day, um, take things in different directions I think which I love and then so obviously the podcast is something that we have together and that's a great space to you know talk about not only health and fitness directly but also just like life wellness um lifestyle in general and so kind of those open-ended conversations with the both of us is what I love about the podcast and then having each of our you know social media channels and like Instagram TikTok whatever it is independently where even though we are similar space we can help each other out in that sense but it is still a very independent thing um and so you get like the best of both worlds in the space with with both of us um but yeah that's our little spiel I love that I love that there's little differences and I think that's yeah. really cool I was on paper on paper we're so similar yeah and then with one you know us obviously we have different yeah. personalities and like mannerisms I know. um it, it's always and, like there are differences obviously we're two different people um <laughs> obviously <laughs> yeah, like, like we go to the same school we live in an apartment together we have a podcast together like on paper it sounds like we're so mm-hmm. attached to things but I'm like at the end of the day like we're just drawn towards really similar things but I think we are pretty independent from each other that's really cool so you're studying international business both of you yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. We have different like concentrations within that. So I'm yeah. more like managing entrepreneurship and then she's more, more marketing. Oh, yeah. cool. The dynamic duo. Are you going to go into business after this together or no? I, I mean, we definitely oh. are open to yeah. that. I oh. think we were talking a little bit on our episode that we recorded with Brittany about, and also like on an episode that we did recently on our own podcast about goals being more just like visions and vibes yeah. and not needing to know yeah. every concrete step. So I'm like, I definitely could see that happening. I also am not like so attached to the idea that I would be upset if my life went any other yeah. way. So, yeah. but I mean, with the podcast in general too, like we have to, ha- we've now had to like figure out more of a business dynamic yeah. in like our relationship with each other, which has been a lot. It's but been fun. challenging, it's been for challenging us, but in like an ultimately good way. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we're both obviously business minded, like love business. So, I love having the business side of the podcast and like doing all of that work um, as well as, you know, having the conversations that we love to have about health, wellness, fitness, whatever it is. So the the balance of both of that is great. I think that's awesome. You get to balance both business and your health, fitness, yeah. your passions and make, make something of it work. So I think that's great. How did yeah. both of your fitness journeys start or when did they start? Let's hear a little bit yeah. of background on that. Yeah, we've always been very active. I mean, we grew up playing a ton of sports and Catherine mentioned a little bit. We grew up partially in Hong Kong. So we're originally from New Hampshire, but just for our dad's job, 
he's like business lived internationally kind of sparked the international business I think for both of us just being able to grow up internationally and seeing the opportunities that you can kind of get with that path but in Hong Kong I guess my point being like there's not really seasons of sports because the weather doesn't really change so it was especially being there in middle school like you could do everything at once so literally middle school Wednesdays like Wednesdays is like the day of the week like in the four morning sports or something. it was like <laughs> triathlon <laughs> in the morning and, and then, then like, like soccer basketball, soccer, basketball dance, dance like when at yeah. night and it was just like middle like I don't know what I was on in middle school but like yeah so you can do every sport we've always been <laughs> very active and very kind of like ambitious in that sense but also just like like that physical outlet mm-hmm. so we moved back to New Hampshire for the start of high school and that was a very difficult transition we had an amazing time in Hong Kong like and being so young and like in really formative years like it truly felt like that had become our life for the four years that we were there like that was really the main bulk of my life that I could remember made amazing friends like got to travel so much so then going from like an international school in Hong Kong back to a public school in New Hampshire was like a very shocking transition for me yeah and with that I think I like veered much more towards independent sports with that and found kind of an outlet in that so cross country and Catherine was a big swimmer um so I was no longer like doing dance and soccer and those team sports because quite honestly I like don't think that I was drawn to like being on a team with people there honestly because I was just kind of turned off to the situation in general so I found a lot of independence in my fitness then through through sports there and like that went well it was definitely a very casual thing and then all of that high school was like a little bit rocky like there were times where I really felt like I'd found my place and then other times where I still felt like I was just so not where I wanted to be um didn't really feel like super welcomed and accepted where I was and so fitness really became especially like later on in my junior especially with the stress of applying to college and things like that really became my personal outlet and I got super into lifting I started lifting for the first time whereas I had always been more of a runner doing cross country I saw how much like lifting and getting stronger affected my running like suddenly I was actually good whereas it had always been like I was just in the middle of the pack average and then by senior year I was like making states for cross country because I had taken on my personal fitness journey so it was very rewarding to have that outlet myself like just needing that personal space and it really built up my independence and my confidence as well as just seeing like oh this work is actually paying off in like other areas of my life that I care about but I think that as um, many people go through like I definitely as a very committed person took it too far and kind of went on that obsessive route so then went down this whole other journey of like okay how do I pull that back and find a bit more balance in my life because I think it made me very hyper independent, very obsessed with health and fitness. And so then in the past couple of years, especially coming to college and starting a career online and bringing in all these other aspects of my life, my focus has been much more on how do I find more balance with this? How do I make it more of a lifestyle in my own life? And so over the past couple of years, that's been more of the focus of my journey, as well as the content that I share being a lot surrounding a healthy lifestyle in general, body image, confidence, and really trying to share fitness from that positive, not black and white, not zero to a hundred aspect. Mm-hmm. My yeah. very long. Yeah. Story. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, for me, I ran cross country as well, still like middle of the pack, but my big sport was swim. So through high school, I was, you know, in sports again, independent sports, and then having kind of a tumultuous high school experience, like not absolutely 
loving it or loving, you know, where I was in life, having just moved and like not being into the place I had moved to, taking a more controlling aspect on my own personal fitness outside of those sports. So like maybe freshman, sophomore years when I started getting into personal fitness um, outside of like beyond my sports and it was for the absolute wrong reasons. So it didn't, it didn't stick in a good way or like have those long-term effects. But I went back to my personal sports. I like moved past that kind of controlling, you know, wrong reasons of fitness era, if you will. Um, And then the past few years, you know, being out of high school, out of like organized sports like swim, I, you know, got into fitness again for the right reason. So personal fitness, like lifting. And now I'm big on having everything kind of, so I, I will lift consistently like three, four days a week, but I run, I spin. Um, I like to swim still. I don't do it that often, but, you know, again, now taking it number one for like the health reasons and the, in the good ways of having personal fitness, but also just like for a lifestyle and for, you know, the positive mental and overall aspects of fitness too, are I think what changed the game for me, you know, going from the controlling wrong reasons way of fitness to now, Like it just empowers and elevates my life. Yeah, I think we're both at a similar spot now, but it I think it was very interesting and helpful that our health and fitness journeys to begin with were kind of at different paces. Like I know it was kind of early high school where Captain felt like she had a more disordered sense around like fitness and nutrition, pulled back from that. And then it was like later in high school when I kind of went through that. So she was able to like a little bit see that with me and kind of be like, I went through this earlier. Like I see this happening, like fix this a little bit yeah. or like kind of get yourself like pull yourself back figure this out so then I was able to kind of do that and then she kind of met me there at a different point you know so I think we're really in a similar place now but we were on different tracks but able to kind of still support each other mm-hmm. in those ways yeah that's cool that you guys both took different approaches but now you're here realizing okay like let's just build our healthy lifestyle and and yeah. enjoy it from there. And I love that, you know, you got your group fitness certification and you have your personal training. That's cool. Yeah. Good, yeah. good for you guys. Thank you. I was say now it's like fitness is a such an empowering and, you know, elevation of life rather than, you know, the opposite negative deteriorating, like tearing down from a negative space. And I think that's what we try to promote both on the podcast and on our own socials. Like that's the main motivator of it now. Well, I think that having that mindset shift is something everybody at some point in time has to come across of, oh, this can be a positive thing. This can be just to make my life better and enrich it instead of making it be some type of task you have to do. Like, oh, I have to go to the gym or I have to eat vegetables. It's like, no, you get to. Do you know what vegetables do for your body? Okay, well, (laughs) you need them, you know, like does come down to the mindset you could do all of the same actions and it just depends on whether your mindset surrounding it is positive or negative it's so much less about the actions and about those mental patterns exactly how do you feel like you initially got to that point then that you were able to change your mindset maybe from a little bit more of a negative space to a positive because I know with you being in college and even in high school I know there's young listeners like that on here listening how do you come from maybe a place of self-deprecation or you're kind of hating yourself to turn that into, no, actually I can do this because I love myself. I can want change, but still love myself as I'm going through that. Yeah. I think 
a huge point that you said was you have to maybe go through those negatives to number one, see that that's not the best way to go and like be motivated to go in the other direction. Um, and also our parents are pretty healthy. Like they're runners. We've always come from a healthy, relatively family. Um, but we've also been self-motivated in the sense of even though like my mom will cook a nice healthy dinner, like I will take the steps, like make myself a nice healthy lunch or I will cook the family dinner, like Karen will cook a family dinner. And so it's all like self-motivated in that sense. Um, so, but I think a lot of it was reframing your mind. So I never had like a super healthy to super unhealthy physically era, but I had, you know, the super unhealthy mentality of like doing this or like being healthy or like forcing myself to be healthy rather than like, oh, I get to be healthy. Like, yeah, yeah, I can be healthy. Like this feels so good to be healthy. So it's more of um, the mindset switch in that sense. But I think that's key for sure. In terms of actually making that mindset shift though, because I think it's a lot easier said than done Mm -hmm. when you just look at that concept, like, oh, it's your mindset more than anything. It's like, okay, but how? For me, it really came down to like having a wake up call with myself or like reconnecting with myself because that's how fitness started for me and that's what it was about for me in the beginning was like having this independent thing for myself connecting with myself in that sense but I think when you take it too far you completely disconnect with yourself because you create so much resistance and yeah you create all of this like Mm -hmm. you're almost battling against yourself you're fighting it's like you versus you everyone says you versus you I think it has to be you and you so I think that it really became like a me versus myself and I was like I'm not fighting for myself anymore Mm -hmm. I'm not on my own team anymore so I was like I have to pull myself back to be on my own side and so a lot of that was like really just trying to like take a step back slow down my life a little bit I know you talked about how journaling was important to you and having that gratitude I think definitely journaling in terms of coming to terms with like okay where what actually is my mindset because if you're just living it every day and you feel like you're having some negativity it's hard to actually put that in words and like distinguish that and be like okay this is how I'm actually feeling this is what I feel like is triggering it so that you can break those patterns because at the end of the day like thoughts are habits you get into negative thought patterns and so you have to identify what that Mm -hmm. is so that you can actually break it down and reroute that habit so it really came down to me to like reconnecting with myself understanding what was actually going on and then have a lot of self-empathy you know like at the end of the day like you should be on your own side but it was telling myself things like a healthy lifestyle like has to be lived like it's not supposed to take away from my life at the end of the day what am I doing this for Mm -hmm. if I'm not having a life outside of it or if I'm not feeling good about myself or happy in my own life so it was shifting those goals to just genuinely being happy and feeling good and then giving myself the time to like actually take the time to rework those mindsets because again like it's a thought pattern. It's a habit. It takes time to break and rewire. So give yourself the the empathy and the space to do that. Yeah, I love that. And to add to that is health is so different for everybody. And that's mm-hmm. why it's such an individual and personalized journey of finding what are the hobbies and interests that I personally have and what how can I make this a part of just my life? ultimately, right? Like adding those things into benefit your life. All these things are only going to make your life better. It might not seem like that at first because you're in a different way of life, but it will definitely improve your, your life and your health mentally, physically. So the main topic of this episode is fit girl fall where fall has come. Are you guys pumpkin spice girlies? I, okay. So there is 
a whole like our <laughs> oh, no. grocery store like down the street is Whole Foods and right at the self-checkout is like it used to be just a normal shelf and now it's all revamped and is every single pumpkin spice <laughs> item in the store and I don't so know that I saw that it's like right before the self-checkout and the line for the self-checkout or like checkout in general is wrapped around the store so like you are standing in front of that shelf for an hour they did and that so on purpose they did it on purpose all I can do is look at them and I'm like oh you know what like I don't drink apple cider but pumpkin spice apple cider like sounds really good I should definitely drop a bag on this right now yeah and I'm like you're just looking at all these there's like um this household is like gluten-free um so but in Catherine's not but I am and our roommate is so by the fall our apartment by the fall I'm gluten-free so I'm like oh I can't get these like they're gluten-free these like pumpkin spice pancakes but I think um, our roommate is making pumpkin spice, like pumpkin bread. She's making pumpkin bread today. today. It's a rainy so, day. She just woke it's up. A rainy and she day. Was like, it's baking day. Anyway, yes. point of the story being not particularly, but it feels like I'm getting into a pumpkin spice. Yeah, I'm. I'm really like feeling the fall vibes suddenly, and I don't know that I've ever been like some people absolutely love fall. I think I'm usually a summer girl. I've never been like. I love fall, but, but I'm, I'm liking really it. liking the crisp weather. I'm really liking like the idea of like fall fashion and like warmer foods and the pumpkin and all of that. So I'm, I think this year more than ever, I'm kind of a pumpkin spice girl. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Let's go. So you talked about you guys, your roommates making pumpkin bread. We love that. We love, yeah. we love a baking queen. How do we you, do. <laughs> yeah, but how do you balance college life? healthy lifestyle, your schoolwork, how do you kind of balance it all? And I feel like that's always a question. Everybody always wants to know, how do you balance things in your life? But especially for anybody who's in college, because you know, your semester just started up, it's fall, you're trying to get back into the groove of things. What are kind of your best advice on that? This is something that I have been constantly working towards and reframing myself. And I mean, this is my third year of college. And I truly feel like it's not been until now that I really feel like I have my footing with it because for me I am a definitely like an overachiever type or like I take a lot of things on and I'm not really conscious of like how that's going to affect me or preventing burnout (laughs) and things like that like I like to say yes to a lot of things and so I think college especially is a time where there are a lot of different aspects of your life that you want to be putting focus on probably more than like any other time in your life because one you have a school which is what you're in college for two you have some sort of like you know career type sense whether you like have like a side hustle or building something outside of that or whether it's just like thinking about internships and building a career down the line you have a social life that you want to be putting like more energy towards than you probably ever have in your life you have your own health and independence like you have all of these pillars of life and so it's it's really hard not to try to overbook yourself in all of those categories Mm -hmm. something that I really tried to like frame my mindset around before coming back to school this year is that I only have 100% energy overall and I've always tried to give like I want to give 100% to this and 100% to this and 100% to that and I'm like that drags me down to the point where maybe I can do that for a week or for a month and then I'm at zero and then for a month I'm at Mm -hmm. zero and I can't bring myself back up so I need to start by being realistic with how much energy I actually have and not over committing myself to that to start because then that way you can continue to give your 100% energy every day for the whole time instead of giving 
200% until you're at zero. You know what I mean? And so I love I that. Really being realistic with yourself about, yeah, I want to do all of these things, but how much energy can I actually commit to school? How much energy can I actually commit to a social life and still be able to have my own independence and have my own health and like have everything kind mm-hmm. of flowing? And something with that is like, you can give 100% to the thing you're doing when you're doing it but it doesn't have to be like the entirety of your life, you know? Like I can give 100% focus to my schoolwork when I'm doing that, but that's not my 100% of my life. That still is just like a piece of Mm -hmm. my total 100. This is my like concept that I bring up all the time is like the ratio rule where I think you can with all these different facets of life, like Caroline mentioned before, it's fitness, it's social, it's school, it's work, it's your like, life tasks, whatever. There are all these different moving pieces in your life that you want to be able to give everything you can to. And like, you are more than capable of having all of those things at once and like doing them to the best of your ability at once. But it doesn't have to be a hundred percent times five. Like you have a hundred percent, there are maybe five parts of it and maybe one week or one day. Social takes up way more of the, of the ratio. Then everything adjusts so that it like fits in. Or maybe one week school is really demanding. So you like focus your efforts on school and the other things adjust to what you have available and like what you can give to them. Maybe one week fitness is your priority, but it's knowing what your priorities are and thinking more macro and long-term because sure in a day, like you can't, you can't go to the gym and like have that take up like two hours of your day and then have all your classes and do all your work to the best of reality and then go out and be social and also like keep a clean environment and like do all the tasks you need to get done like you just can't there aren't enough hours in the day but in a week there are in a month there are like in the whole year there are so if you kind of zoom out and understand that if you know what your priorities are you know kind of what you want to accomplish and long term you can give enough energy to all of them that you do accomplish them to 100% but you don't need to do them all right now at the same time like on top of each other because that's not going to work out so I think number one in college organizing your life and like making sure you can get all these priorities going is one identify them like know what you want out of life because if there's something that is taking up a lot of your energy that is just not your priority and it's not like a requirement don't do it like that doesn't need to be taking up as much energy as it maybe is unless it's like necessary so identify your priorities know where you stand with all that and then I think a huge thing in college when you have so much going on is scheduling This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. 
skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OSEAMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Like schedule your life. So I use Notion as like a little checkbox thing. So like in a day, I know all the, these are the tasks that I need to get done. What I have it organized in like work, school, gym. So like I know what I want to get done, but it doesn't need to have a time. And then I use my calendar to plan out time. So if I have like an actual meeting or something with a set time, like that's what I use. So those are things I balance between. So like things that I will schedule rather than scheduling, oh, this is when I will be doing this work and scheduling down to the detail. Like I know in a day, this is what I'm going to get done. And like being realistic and being about it. Yes. Calendar, I have my gym time scheduled because that's something I can actually schedule and like get done and know I have a space for it because that's a priority to me. I have my classes or like meetings or things that I actually have to get done. And then from there, I can maybe fill in a time and be like, this is two hours where I'm going to work. And then I'm like, oh, it's time yeah. for me to work. Like I have this space to work. Then I'll go to like the tasks I need to do and then go through that list. So yeah. it's kind of knowing number one, what works for you, obviously, what you want to be doing. And then like, just making it happen yeah. and again like balancing everything that has I think to be going simplifying on. that concept to make it like kind of understandable because it was like I know there's so many words but <laughs> I think the idea of like being realistic with your time management is like schedule in the things that you actually have to schedule in like your classes like your gym session and then see like realistically how much other time you have instead of just having yep. one long to-do list for the day see like here are the required things that I have to do what else do I have time for? And for me, something that has been super helpful in college is like leaving my nights free. After dinner, I don't want to have any more work to do. I want that to be my time for like hanging out with my roommates, for winding down, for watching TV if I want to, for reading a book, for skincare. Like that is so helpful to me to totally block that time off for myself. And then that also helps me like feel refreshed to get up early the next day and have a really productive great day the next day if I'm not working myself to like the 24th hour of the day you know Mm -hmm. yeah and so you know doing that being realistic with your time management and just like truly making sure that you're building in enough time for yourself and being realistic with that because overworking yourself even though it seems like you're doing more in the moment like it's gonna burn you out so that long term you're actually not doing much because you're gonna hit a zero percent and then be doing Mm -hmm. nothing yeah. yeah. So it's priorities and scheduling, like in finding the perfect balance of that for you. Yeah. I love, I love that. Love that you just got to fit it in and you got to make it work. And I love that you said 
always like you have a cutoff point where at some point you're like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to work anymore after this point. That way the next day I can be refreshed to do it again. Cause I feel like that helps avoid burnout, which is something that a lot of us have to deal with, especially in college. I know there's a lot, your brain is just melted from constantly learning knowledge and then studying. And you were doing that for five to six classes at a time, plus balancing a social life, Mm -hmm. plus balancing, trying your own health and fitness journey. You're learning to be independent for the first time. And there's so much that you constantly have to manage in school. So I love all those tactics that you gave definitely like Mm -hmm. priorities first, and then try to fill in what you can. And I love what you said about, um, knowing that you might be able not be able to get everything on your to-do list done that day, but you can get it done throughout a week. Yeah. I love that. Cause that's something that I have to say, okay, I normally just write like one giant list of everything I need to get done. And I'm like, okay, I've come to learn if it doesn't get done today, that's okay. I have a whole week to do it. So I'm like, yeah. I'm with you on that. I love, love yeah. that mindset and everything. Yeah. So if you guys have seen the TikTok trend, let's do fall ins and outs. Mm-hmm. Yes. you guys have any what what are they trends okay. that are in or things that are a in a little bit since you said fit girl fall I was like oh I gotta think about this I know um it was a lot easier for me to think of things that are in than out which Almost I love just because but... things might be out for me but I have a hard time telling other people like, I know same yeah. same, like, same, no, same. <laughs> at the end of the day if it's in for you it's in for you even if it's yeah. out for me yeah so things that are in for me especially for fall right now like fall walks and especially like a walk in the park being in Boston live pretty close to like the public garden like a really beautiful park area and so like the crisp weather it's like perfect walking weather like I'm not breaking a sweat the air is crisp and like comfortable I'm like in the park the flowers are still blooming like it's gorgeous so that's been super energizing for me especially with this start of fall so that's in for me my biggest in right now or like the first in that I thought of was family dinner like friends <gasps> friends dinner like last night we like we've been just yes. having people dinner and it's the cutest thing because our roommate is a nurse so she's like working really long shifts since she'll like come home and then I'll be like dinner's already it's like housewife mode and then we all like have a family dinner yes. and it's so cute. yeah and we'll like and invite a friend so over like, if you're cooking you can, can cook, cook for four like, yeah yeah if wants to come it's a little bit of an right. open house and then we also like Fit girl, fit girl fall we all eat better when that happens because it's not you're just not like throwing one meal together for one person it's like we actually have a cohesive meal going on and then it just I don't know it's just all around better and I've been loving that and it gives fall vibes like family family vibes and yes. I like oh I love it how do you can I ask how do you make friends in college like do you have any tips because I know it took me like a whole <laughs> year to like find my crew and then Absolutely. after that year I moved in all together Truly, like it has taken a long time for me and I don't even really think I'm there yet it's my third year but our freshman year was the main COVID year and it was oh it was awful awful. I mean we were fully on lockdown we were here on campus but you couldn't go anywhere other than your own room you didn't have classes in person so you were taking classes on your computer in your room you couldn't even go to your next door neighbor's room you couldn't go anywhere without a mask you didn't see anyone's face you didn't meet anyone so freshman year like was not a friendship time at mm-hmm. all and that was awful because obviously your freshman year you want to be making friends I think mm-hmm. freshman this year are having a much better experience because yeah. that's kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then my sophomore year I was here in the fall I really started to feel like I was finding my footing but then I went abroad in the spring so I was like I had just started kind of like meeting people and, and feeling like, like I had gone. that I went away so now I'm like 
here I am in my third year and I feel like I'm almost not necessarily starting over, but I'm like, I still feel like I'm really at that beginning point of making friends. So truly it has been Mm -hmm. a long time for me as well. I think one is being open to everyone because you can hang out with someone once. Like if you don't vibe with them, you don't vibe with them. No harm done. That's like you have to, there's so many people. You have to be open to it in order for it to come. And like maybe 10 people, only one of them is like, viable yeah but that's that's how it works and then number two trusting that like it'll work itself out like social scenes and social circles work itself out and you long term will be in introduced to more and more people and like you'll just naturally maybe fit in to a spot eventually and like it'll grow but it doesn't have to happen like day one something I put as out for fall and it's like not even fit girl fall like aligned at all but is I mean it's a little bit it's like your wellness and your mental well-being but drama so out I'm so not a drama person but I think a really good thing about college is that you don't have to be in drama if you don't yes. want to it's like high school where like everyone knows everyone there's so many like people you can't leave it that I found that like if somebody gives me a bad vibe if somebody feels cold to me if somebody says something that I don't like you don't have to continue that friendship or try to like force the friendship because there's so many other people to go to so truly I think finding the people that you click with you know just through putting yourself out there meeting as many people as you can you're naturally gonna find some people that you do click with and then putting effort into those friendships and not putting any energy towards like forcing it with people who just don't align yeah no, I, I was the same way in college. Like you just have to be around a lot of people. And even though when you're in a huge group setting, you might just find one person yeah. or two people yeah. that you really, really click with. And yeah, that's, that's I, all I, you need. I, yeah. I'm like, I have like two or three really close friends right now. And then a lot of other people that like still I'm a third year, but I feel like I'm so fresh with so many people. There's a lot of people that I'm still like just starting to get to know and just kind of working through those friendships. But I have like two or three solid friendships that I can really feel grateful for. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another in switching gears a little bit is like waking up early, going to sleep early. That's number one. It's like, it's getting dark. So I feel like people are maybe naturally on that schedule, but I have, I know you wake up at four. I've been waking up at like (laughs) our gym. So number one, our gym, like the school gym is violently packed. Like there's so many kids here and the gym is like, but it's just not, we need like seven of them to actually that everyone shows up so the only way for me like that I can go and get a decent workout in is going at 5 30 when it when the doors open so like that's what I've been doing and I've been loving it and I've been going to sleep at a solid like 9 30 10 um and like I love that too like I'm not one to be nocturnal but waking up early going to sleep early game changer I do and again like I said like taking your nights for yourself that has been game changing for me I'm like after dinner I'm just chilling. I'm hanging out. I'm winding down. Like I have my work done. I just, and it might be different for everyone, but if I have like stress or pressure to do something like after dinner and at night, like that's like just such an awful feeling. It makes me feel like so heavy and then I don't sleep well. And then the next day is not set up well. So like getting good sleep, taking my night for myself, that helps me be able to wake up early the next day as well. But I do think like fall, it's getting dark a little bit earlier, but it's also like the day can start a little bit earlier. It's nice when you're outside in the morning, like walking to the gym or going outside when like no one else is up and it's like the crisp fall mm-hmm. weather. I think that's definitely a vibe. So I'm also aligned with the the sleep early, wake up early right now. I love that. That's a big girl move. I also, it is. I love that. Um, Wait, what did you say that I was going to 
go on. Oh, setting boundaries, like setting that shut off time. I have found when I do that, I am so much more productive in the hours that I have to get work done because I'm like, I have to hit this deadline of after dinner, I'm not doing any more work. So instead of like doing like 20 minutes of studies and then going on your phone or, you know, checking other things or like texting or whatever, you're like, no, this two hour block that I've made for homework and or studying is only made for that. You are so much more productive and I I just love that, that you're actually like use, utilizing your time properly yeah, so that well, you can I mean, enjoy it. Yeah. For anyone listening, like think about how much better it feels. One, after you actually like study and work for two hours and you feel so productive with that. And then you can like fully just chill and vibe at night versus if all day you're just going back and forth. You never feel like you're totally productive and you also never feel like you're totally checked out. Oh, I hate days so like that. Always at this level mm-hmm. of like you always have this level of stress and things it's just, sitting it's on uncomfortable. You. Yeah, yeah, you're like ha- it's like it gives me anxiety and you just feel like yeah, you you can't yeah. sit or like even sleep well because you're like, man, I like didn't really do anything. I have all these things on my list. Now tomorrow's gonna be an even bigger day because I wasn't you know, yeah. as on it or productive as I needed to be. So yeah. So I'm like, that's a fit girl fall. Like chunk your time out. Like this is my gym time. I'm going to be focused. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to forget about it. Then I don't have it weighing on me for the rest of the day. This is my work time. Like I'm going to enjoy it and feel productive and get shit done. Yeah. And then I'm going to be done with it. And then I'm going to have my independent time. I think you feel like you do so much more with your life and everything feels like it flows better when you can like dedicate yourself to what you're doing when you're doing it. And then have your independent time separate from that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. And then within the gym, in is upper body. I'm into upper body yeah. right now. I, That's oh, let's I, go. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I've been into upper body for like two years. Like <laughs> like upper body over lower body any day of the week. It, I can't, it's just once I, you start, you can't stop. I cannot believe lower body day has been like the rave for so long. I just, no, I, upper body it is, is so hard. Wild. It's so hard. And I do like, love it, but like, it's, it's so chill. Like on an upper body day, I can roll up in like a sports bra with sweatpants because I'm like, my legs uh, are yeah. really cool. so <laughs> nice. And I'm like, I usually do a bit of cardio on upper body day as well. I like to pair yep. that with it, but I'm really in to shoulders right now. Like seeing Let's go. Shoulders. Fine. It's about time. So I've been saying. Like on yourself. Yes. To look in the shoulder definition. It makes me obsessed with myself. I think so that is. That is the epitome of, oh, she works out. She has shoulders. That's always what yes. I've said. I've always wanted to be like Cass Martin, her shoulder. I'm like, arm. it's good. Mm-hmm. That and back. I'm I'm so yeah, glad. Yeah, I do Let's go. Yeah, yeah, no, young, I'm into the shoulders right now. Younger generation I'm, catching up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. With that, though, like my back, I because new workouts, but like I feel like okay. ex- it's ex- like if you're busy and you're going to go harder in the gym, you're going to go harder at school. Like you just like do more when you do more that being said I've been doing way more in the gym and in like new workout split working my body a little bit differently I have been so sore and my back in particular that I cannot sit still and I'm like in my lectures and I'm like moving around like trying to like stretch my back without like drawing attention to me and it's just so uncomfortable but like in a good way because yeah. I'm obviously sore and like working hard in a new uh-huh. way so like it's good but I'm like I literally can't sit still now I'm so uncomfortable like I need to move <laughs> gym girly oh. exposing herself okay go ahead yeah workout guilt feeling bad mm. if you happen to miss a workout and I think a big thing is like 
look at every workout that you do as a win, not everything that you miss as like a loss. You know, if you have a baseline of my regular routine is five workouts a week, but if you got four this week, it's so easy to look at that and be like, oh, I feel so guilty. Like I missed when I failed. And it's like, you got four in. You yes. did four. That's the win, not just missing one. And I think especially with a lot of us going back to school, getting back on busier routines, like maybe naturally you're going to miss a workout here and there. And so like dropping the guilt surrounding that and understanding that probably if you are missing a workout, if you're somebody who really values your health and usually you're motivated to show up, you missed it for a solid reason because you were busy because mm-hmm. you had other things taking up your energy and it's just not fair to yourself. And it's nothing like, to be guilty not good about. to yourself to like yes. give yourself guilt on top of that. Mm-hmm. So no workout guilt that's out this fall. That mindset shift is everything. That is the golden nugget I am taking from this episode. That perspective okay. right there of you need to hit five workouts a week and you only got four. You feel like a failure for missing one. Uh-huh. You got four workouts in. Right. That yeah. is a win. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm i writing that down. I'm putting that yeah. on my Instagram. I like that. No, I love that because that's I so mean, true. That's and that's such I a win. Yeah. That, like, yeah, that's yeah. such a good point of verbalizing how I feel about everything is like count mm-hmm. those wins. You yeah. went twice a week. You went two times. Like, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Not like, the oh, wins. twice this week. Like, you yeah. This week. Let go of the yeah. guilt. Let yeah. it go. Yeah. Love it's that. It's like abundance mindset rather than lack mindset. Like, don't yes. focus on what you did do or, like, don't have, whatever. Like, focus on what you did do. And then you're going to end up doing more naturally. Like, you're good. Yes. And that's going to help fuel you, though, because you're like, instead of feeling like a you continuously are disappointing yourself, you're failing you're thinking, no, like I, I did pretty good. Let's, let's keep going. It's keeps that motivation yeah. instead of just tearing yourself down. I love it. Yeah, What's in or out for you. I want to hear one. Oh, okay. In let's see. I wrote, I wrote them down. Let me see. Cause I can't think on the top of my head. Oh, mine is going to do, it's kind of lame, but it's just doing what you want and like mm-hmm. honoring that instead of following maybe what's a trend. Yeah. Just completely like that's so difficult, fully, especially yeah, fully sending like yourself health and wellness and fitness being being a trend right now. Um, on TikTok especially, I feel like there's so much. It changes every week what like the new workout rave is or like what. Yes. And there's so much pressure to do that or make your food plated in a certain way. And it's like if you don't want to do that or don't have the energy, like don't do that and. If I'm like, oh, I didn't eat salmon today. I had salmon last time. But like, I'm <laughs> I like, did oh, too. I, I saw this TikTok. No way. It was good. It was so good. But it, if you like see a TikTok and everyone is like, oh my God, the new salmon bowl. If you didn't have salmon, don't be like, oh, I'm. this is so bad. Like I didn't have salmon. Like I had chicken instead. Like shut up. Like, it's, <laughs> shut up. I feel like with, like with social media and that goes for like workouts. If you're like Pilates is obviously going crazy if you're like I don't like Pilates don't beat yourself up because you don't like Pilates like yeah go what you you like to lift like Like, go run if you like to run like don't just because there's a trend going on doesn't mean that has to be for you if it is for you go off but if it isn't then don't worry about it yes and trends aren't for everybody and just remember like staying true to yourself I just think that's so in and I also another in is like raw content just yeah like just post it just you want to start this just start it I feel like I feel so much more connected to people who like are genuinely living a life too and just sharing everyday life things versus ultra, ultra curated, which I understand. I appreciate the art and I appreciate like content creation. I love it. But I I also love just like the raw stuff too. So yeah, exactly. 
exactly yeah two sides to it I like both of those what else is in you said diverse gym routines diverse which you're definitely routines. leaning into I'm leaning into so which really goes along with doing what you want like yeah. letting your routine kind of flex if you want it to and flex. it was yeah. difficult in the beginning because I'm someone who like I lifted five to six times a week for like two years straight and now and like like Karen said I would do cardio or add those other fun things on like a upper body day because that was maybe a shorter day or less intense day or something like that so I would even though I was having diverse workouts I was still lifting consistently like every time I was working out or pretty much every time I was working out so now with one of my goals is like long-term goal is to do a triathlon with my dad so I'm like oh I need to like get my running up get my biking up and so I'm like putting more effort and energy into that and so my workout split now has three days of lifting and then three days of like just cardio days and mentally like I love it it's been like three weeks that I've been pretty consistent and like steady on this new workout split and like it's so fun but the first two weeks and even now I'm like on a cardio day I feel like I didn't do anything and that's a mental thing and maybe you're the opposite and you're super cardio heavy and now you're lifting and when you don't run then you feel like it wasn't a real workout but that's like a mental thing and so I don't know trying to get with that and like workout guilt is out we're not being guilty like I went for a run like why am I feeling guilty that I didn't lift like I'm lifting tomorrow and I'm not gonna run tomorrow and long term it's all gonna balance out and I'm still doing it and now I'm like now that the mental guilt is gone and I'm more used to it I'm like I love it so now I'm doing what I like Mm, I love diverse if you want to do what you want to do like don't force yourself to stick to one strict routine or like only do one style of fitness maybe well yeah there's so much that you can enjoy and ultimately if you're trying to do this to live a healthy lifestyle you're going to want to pick whatever type of exercise it is that makes you happy that you're going to stick with and that's going to you know stick in your routine that that's what matters i just thought of an in um that I it's so like fall for me, but like baked goods with Greek yogurt. Oh, Greek yogurt is the goat. I love I, Greek yogurt. I love is- Greek yogurt. I'm like so branded to Greek yogurt. It's really yeah. like it's, part of it's embarrassing in like the best way possible. Like everyone knows that I'm addicted to Greek yogurt. Like it's part oh, of my yeah. Brain. it's like bad but it's good it's It's sour cream but it's packed with protein everything you want it to be yes oh my god want it to be one time I had people over and we were like having tacos or something like Mexican something like that and I was like oh here's some Greek I put Greek yogurt on the table and they're like what 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 the fuck is this and I was like it's sour cream like yeah it it tastes the same and it has so much protein I always use it yeah I just made chicken tortilla soup and I put a big old yeah. dollop of Greek yogurt in because yeah. it tastes the same as sour cream, but it's packed with protein. And it's 15 grams of protein right there. Probiotics and like, yeah. that's amazing. And yeah. I feel like it's like, okay, it works with fall because it works with like Mexican things and soups and things like that. But also like that is such like a, almost like it like really helps me with like balance and things like that to like baked goods in fall to pair that with Greek yogurt I'm like that's such a balanced meal you don't feel like you're having any guilt surrounding like eating like a muffin or a brownie or like a pumpkin bread or something like that because you literally like that's carbs and fats and protein like that's like a balanced meal so for me I'm like it's such a fall hack to like have like a yogurt bowl with a muffin or something oh okay so you're putting it like with the baked good you're not adding it into the baked good or I feel like you could no, add it into I'm like ha- eating it with it. it I mean you can oh, do both okay. but okay I would like I, eat it with it like like pumpkin bread or banana bread paired with Greek yogurt is so good you like smeared it. on it 
Yeah, or like Ooh, in a okay. The banana bread, I or will, just like on I'll the side. Like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Anytime you want to do it, I just think like it's like it's like frosting. Like okay, I'll have to try it. So well, with, like baked goods. Um, That's but also end. you can put it in. I think it's like obviously on the side. There's like yeah. replacement, direct replacements. One time I, I like didn't have oil, and so I put Greek yogurt in instead of or, what, or, like, or, like, or applesauce. Like, applesauce apple can replace sauce. oil. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good and one. It, like it tasted amazing because it was like moist and yeah. it was like it was just so fall as and well. Yeah, baked DIY with applesauce and Greek yogurt. That's a fall in, in baked goods. And period. Pumpkin, like using canned pumpkin for things. Yes. like it, I think that's a good replacement for a lot of things. Greek well. yogurt, pumpkin puree, vanilla protein powder. Oh, and mix you mix it up. And- pumpkin spice yogurt like a little bit of cinnamon I've made pumpkin pie like thanksgiving i've brought greek yogurt like it's a pie crust and then like greek yogurt pumpkin and vanilla protein powder and it's like all mixed up and it's like in for pumpkin pie i'm like here's my contribution like it's 90 percent protein I'm, like go off <laughs> go off i love and that so good. <laughs> okay more recipes let's hear them you got any more recipes up your sleeves <laughs> oh my god um go-to meals honestly, honestly, honestly have to do with greek yogurt <laughs> like I want to make like um like warm things like Mm -hmm. chili kind of vibes like curry kind of like that kind of thing I feel like is very is very fall yes like or like roasted veggies I love roasted vegetables yes it's very good in the fall like roasted sweet potato butternut squash beets carrots whatever you want I love a roasted carrot oh I had those last night Mm. well with salmon that's such yeah it was roasted brussels sprouts salmon and carrots Mm-hmm. iconic that's, so, that's good. so good so good and rice of course i love rice yeah. so with that out is boring meals there's so right. much space for like yes interesting fun new recipes in the fall i think because like everything's cozy like even just like pastas and things like that like nothing really has to be boring like you can kind mm-hmm. of spice it up it doesn't have to be complicated but you can like really enjoy like enjoy new recipes and trying new things i think there's a lot of room for that mm-hmm. i love that expand the palate mm-hmm. yeah Okay, and then last in that we have written down is being outside 24-7, whether it's an outdoor walk. Like, it's about to get really cold. We live in Boston. Like, yes. it's about to get it's really cold. You get cold. Don't waste it. Like, it, do not waste it. Put on a sweatshirt and, like, enjoy the outdoor fresh air before you get frostbite. So, like, runs. <laughs> if I have a run, I'm going to yes. run. I will be running outside, not on the treadmill. Like, I'm an outdoor runner. We're being outside as much as we can, at, when we can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thick girl fall. No, I 100% agree. I feel like I've been outside so much more the last couple of weeks than summer. I was outside a lot during summer, but like even more now because I'm like, it's about to be so cold. I'm going to be locked inside my house. So we've just yeah. been trying to get outside as much as possible to enjoy the last bits before frostbite yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like off the top of my head, fall things, but maybe not as fit girl, like candles, like, like a wellness mm-hmm. vibe. And I'm also like kind of vibing like, I feel like fall fashion, it's like a really good like fashion time because you're not having to like cover everything with a big yes. jacket, but you're not also like having Layers. to wear like shorts and get yeah. sweaty. Like I think because like you can wear long pants and like a tiny top or you can like wear like a light layer. I don't know. And I feel like you can do athleisure pretty well as well. Like I feel like like a hoodie and like a good quality legging is even like fall fashion. I love so, like, fall fashion. Gym and out of the gym, fall fashion. Right, because the gym is a fashion show. To be it quite is, honest, it is. It's like, like <laughs> yes. I feel like it's the perfect. It's the perfect weather for like leggings and a sports bra. You know. Yeah, I'm totally with you. 
I love fall fashion. So I'm excited. I love hoodies and just crew necks and like baggy clothes and layers. So yeah, yeah like I'm with pant. you. Like making the pant the same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. Do you have any tips on falling in love with your own life? Kind of like romanticizing yeah. the life that you have. I feel like this is a good day and age where it's so easy to compare now, but really like romanticizing and bringing it back to yourself, your own personal journey, being grateful for kind of who you are, having that mindset of um, abundance, you know, what are kind of some, some tips you both would give? I, think I love like romanticizing your life. Number one, I take a lot of pictures, be, like just social media or not like pictures, not of myself, but like if this corner of my room is getting like sunlight, then do a little zoom in picture. Like I love that. The romanticization is just like little snapshots of like a tiny little piece. So I think number one with pictures is what you see on the internet with other people. And that's where the comparison comes in. So you can do that with your own life. And then you can be like, oh my God, my room is cute. And like my life is, has so much to romanticize. The second part is doing that kind of internally in your head. So focusing on the little things, it's like, oh, the sunlight is hitting my room nicely. And just like making a mental note of that. Or like, I like this kind of orientation of like the things on my desk. Or if you're with people that you like, just like taking a mental mm -hmm. note of it consistently with all the little things, because that's what, you know, makes your life yeah. interesting. And that's what makes your life yours. So focusing on the little things, I think is huge for yeah. romanticizing your life. And I then also doing what you want. I know we've talked about that a lot in this episode, but doing what you want, period. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you're going to fall in love with your life. Falling in love with your life for me is very much about feeling present in your life and also with yourself. I think that's the only way to do it. Like you can have great things in your life, but you can be kind of letting it pass you by and you're not feeling really present with it. And then you don't get to take that. You could also have really hard things coming at you in your life. But if you're feeling really present and aligned with yourself, I think that you can always feel good and find good things and being able and be able to overcome harder things. So I think it really comes down to being present with yourself, having a good connection with yourself. For me, a lot of that, like, again, it's like the winding down at night. It's like a little bit of journaling, even if it's just like you said, you like to do like the three things you're grateful for. If you just want to take five minutes to do that, it's so grounding. It's like the outside walk where you just like plug your music in and it's just you by yourself. That's always like, the most reflective connected with myself mm -hmm. part of my day where it's like if things have gone really well and I'm feeling so good and grateful for things in my life I go for a walk and it's almost like I'm like processing all of that and it like helps me to like just be with myself and process those things and it's also if things have been hard and not going well that little walk by myself is like a, okay I'm still good I've still got myself you know so yeah. that like no matter what direction it goes is a very like keep me present with myself um, type of habit. And so that is like definitely super helpful for me. I totally agree. And I love that. Just, I think it's just looking and reflecting in your own life and realizing, you know what, my life might not be perfect, but it's pretty darn great. And just being grateful for what you have and present in the moment, instead of yeah. wishing and comparing and looking at other people's lives, you're kind of turning inward and in a not a selfish way, but in a way of like gratitude of reflection yeah. of, yeah. Yeah. I also think making yourself proud in a sense of one, dropping stress and guilt in your life because those are feelings that like ultimately you do have control over and you don't need to have them. But also, like we said, setting realistic routines and goals in your life because when you can actually follow through 
with those things, like you'll feel so proud of yourself. So setting a realistic routine. And if you can do that every day, you feel so on your shit. You feel on top of your life. You feel things starting to move and flow and you feel really proud of that. And that helps you feel really good about your life and fall in love with your life versus if you are setting unrealistic goals and putting too much on your plate then everything you can't do again feels like a loss and it creates this negative mindset around your life so yeah trying to you know set those realistic goals that you can actually fulfill and make yourself feel proud of them yeah what is one thing you would tell your younger selves Hmm. it's not not that deep like nothing is that deep or serious or will stay with you forever I know like in the moment something may seem so insanely like monumental and it is in that moment but fast forward a year or five years it's just going to be a part of your life or a part of your story if maybe there's a negative thing or Mm -hmm. positive things as well like you're just moving through life and nothing is is that deep so just once again do what you want go in the direction Mm -hmm. you want like live your best life I would say the you and you not you versus you because I think when you're younger you don't realize that like at the end of the day you're the only person like with yourself 24 7 you're the only person that is like getting yourself through life and that it's also your life is a lot more about how you feel and so creating that good relationship with yourself so that you can feel good in your everyday life and you can always be on your own side I think is the key to everything I think that's awesome I've loved hearing from both of you. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for wanna, having us. Uh, yes, of course. I want to end. Is there any college boy tea? We want all the tea. for Those, those of us who aren't in college anymore <laughs> or those of us who yeah. are, are in college yeah. and yeah. maybe want to feel a little bit less alone. Do we have any undisclosed um, college boy tea? We're not the right people to ask. It's, it's I think so bad. Like, true, I think because us. we talked about this with like people who go to different schools, like friends at different schools. I think being in like Boston is a very we're like in a city and there are a million schools around us and they're you just like think a lot, a lot of options. You think but... a lot of options, but there aren't. And I think people are just less inclined because there's so much to do. Number one, there's a lot going on in a city. There are a lot of people around. Like it's more fast paced than maybe like a state school. That people just like don't. I don't know. There's not a lot going on in that sense. So, like nothing established. I feel like it's definitely not like a relationshipy. Yeah, that's what I get from like anything beyond like just like one off hookups or like situationships. Yeah, I think our school is very like hookup culture situationship, which it's like I'm just not a person for games. Like I do, I'm so independent. I do so much with my life. I'm like, I don't have time. I truly don't have time to entertain something that like I don't think that somebody's actually putting effort in, and I don't think that there's the vibe there. I but like, like at my the friend same time sure. I want that <laughs> like I want to have a relationship and have that but it's like I just have never been one to entertain something that I feel like is any less than that but this year like we've been talking a lot with our roommate like we have to start overlooking red flags like just for the plot of it we all have to start like <laughs> entertaining more people just to do more because truly I'm like how is it my third year and I feel like I haven't really liked anyone that much or like yeah. like had any sort of like real relationship in college I'm like okay I gotta I gotta start moving with that and so overlooking red flags a little bit more and like, like just reasonably taking on the mindset of like doing some things for the plot and like never doing anything that you don't want to do but I definitely am like I'll let more people talk to me I'll let more people text me I'll let people take me out because at the end of the day like it can just be an experience with myself yeah okay 
yeah that's that's, that's where the mindset for fall yeah, yeah that's for, for fall there's just not that much action these days I think, people- I think Boston too like Boston yeah. is a city for that to be honest like no one if you go out like there's not a lot of people like intermingling intermingling like yeah not- it's just like business like the yeah. boys at Boston are there to like get their degree and leave like they don't yeah. care about your feelings or you yeah, yeah. is that the vibe okay I think so okay is that more that's more of a school vibe than not just like the boys of this generation or I don't know because I can't I, speak on the yeah, experience yeah. Of, like, and stuff, because but I, also- I know there's like a the like state school near us that a lot of people go to as well like it is a very relationshipy school because oh. our theory on this like we've talked to other people and the theory is like Boston comparatively like we're in a city there's a lot going on beyond just like hanging out with people around you yeah people are even, more independent like, by nature more independent yep. by nature. like people are working they're like doing things they have their own activities going on and then like social life and relationships are one facet of it whereas like at a maybe state school where you're not in a city and like you're just hanging out with the people around you that's a much bigger part of your life in general yeah that makes sense difference there I do like that is definitely a focus of this year like I do want to date more but I think it's just uh it is what it is I have to not necessarily drop like standards but just like be open to more yes yeah mm-hmm. okay that's where we're well that's i'm excited i'm excited for these fall adventures yeah, I'll keep you updated. keep you updated yes <laughs> that'll be so fun we'll see how how fall goes for all of us mm-hmm. it'll be awesome thank you so much for being on i really enjoyed it and i know everyone's gonna be able to love to hear and have a little bit more of an insight into college and just kind of balancing everything and of course, it's always fun to hear fit girl fall tips. Yeah, so of course. it'll be fun. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you want to go ahead and tell everybody where to find each of you. You can do like your personal and then your, you know, podcast page or everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So our podcast is Girls with Goals. You can find that obviously everywhere that you listen to podcasts. We have an episode with Brittany as well. So go over listen to that if you like it. Listen to other episodes. And my personal social medias, Instagram and TikTok are at Caroline Kaneen. And then my social medias are at Anne Catherine Kaneen. And the podcast, both Instagram and TikTok is at Girls with Goals Pod. Yes. That's where you can find us. Yeah. And thank you again so much for having us. I had such a fun time this episode, our episode. I'm so glad we can yeah. make it happen. These I know, some- me too. It was awesome. Well, thanks, you guys. And everybody listening, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.